1: W-T-L It's time! W-T-L I think we got
0: a show. Oh
1: yeah, we got a show. W-T-L And welcome to W-T-L, everybody. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Classen, and joined by... Gibran. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Farley Pounder. Yes, sir, we're back. And we are talking college football. Yes, and we're going to be talking a lot of college football. Yeah, all week. I mean, and this is week one. This is Th- week This one. is what matters. It I does. mean, I guess it was a week zero, but no. as a Nebraska, you know, fan or whatever, <laughs> we're going we're to pretend maybe that didn't happen. No week zero for me. Week slates, yep. We're just going to clear the slate, <laughs> and we're talking about week one now. We so, are. So strap in, get yeah. ready, here we go. Let's start with another Big Ten school here. Colorado State playing host to uh, – Excuse me, Michigan playing host to Colorado State. Yep. 11 o'clock kickoff on ABC. And as you can imagine, this, uh, <laughs> this point spread is stretched it's out a little bit. It's pretty far out there. Yeah. yeah. Michigan
0: comes in as the favorite, a minus 30 point favorite. Uh, yeah. Over under sitting at 61.5. Yep. That's absolutely crazy, but for good reason, I believe. Um, yeah. Yep. I really I really don't have a lot to go on here, Andy, but the Colorado State is 0-6 against the spread right. in its last six games overall. 0-5 against the spread in their last five games played on turf, if that goes into any strategic moves for you. Eh. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much. tough. The The big thing for me is that uh, <clears throat> Michigan went 10-1 uh, against the spread right. in their last yes. 11 games yes. played. Uh, they're just you. Know, they're just a juggernaut.
1: Yeah, don't be scared of this stretched out point N- spread. They got a new coach, new quarterback over at Colorado State. The whole nine yards, uh, yeah. coach you might recognize Jay Norvell. Yeah, old Jay- Nebraska boy. Yep, exactly. Came on over from Nevada last year. Yeah, so he's getting a you know brand new team to try and go against there. And he just <laughs> named his starting quarterback Clay Millen, and he is a freshman. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's your first collegiate start. With a new coach is going to be on the road at the big house? Yeah, that's, that's good. It's, uh, quite the, quite the story. Yeah. Um, I get, uh, no, I the story. Yeah. I guess I
0: get, I guess I get the case made for both sides here, Andy, not for Colorado State to win, but, uh, I really think that you know they might be able to put up some points. So my best bet of this segment is that I like that over Andy. I the like over. that sixty-one and a half over. Okay. Some places I've seen right. that 50, 58 and a half, 59. You I know. really like it. Michigan is gonna be is is gonna be always Michigan. Yeah. They're gonna be a heavy favorite at home on a season opener. Yeah. But uh, like that being said, I I. <laughs> I really like them putting up a whole bunch of points. Michigan's fully capable of putting up 35 and a half. Yeah. So uh, I really like this game to get in the 60s uh, very easily.
1: Yeah, and and we've seen this before. You know, we mention it all the time, but, you know, back in the day where Nebraska would have those big mm-hmm. big over-unders, big-time point spreads, Yeah. and you couldn't shy away from it because they would cover it every time and they would put up those points. Exactly. And I think this is, Michigan is in the same type of spot uh against Colorado State here yeah. uh, for week 1. So I don't mind either one of those plays. Yeah. Let's take a look at another team in the Big 10 here. Wisconsin taking on Illinois State. What are the the Cardinals? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh we got a 38 and a half
0: over, over under. under.
1: But a 33-point spread. Yes, this is one of the weirder ones I've
0: seen. And it's not on a lot of books, Andy. No. like You have to kind of dive deep in to find this one right now. Um, But that is so weird when you see something like this, Andy, that they really think that Wisconsin's probably going to beat them by 35 points, but not any more than that. Because they don't like that over. They wouldn't no. set that over under there if they didn't mean it at, 30, at 38 and a half. So they think that is it. I really would look into the over a little bit just because yeah. I really don't like teams to get shut out in week one, especially when people are trying yeah. to find their bearings on, uh, you know, on see some defense, different looks. See some different all looks. All that stuff. The other big thing is it's Wisconsin, and this is one of those teams that goes right down the middle. Uh, on ATS against the spread they were six and seven last year they always they're always a very very solid football team but they don't you know they don't always cover they don't always cover. no they don't they're one of those teams that grind you out with their run game and they'll beat you by three they'll beat you by four and they're so prototypical big ten it's just sick yeah I think they pretty much made the name Andy with that (laughs) you know with that you know running game and all that stuff the thing with Wisconsin as well is it's a new offensive coordinator and Bobby Ingram this year, uh-huh. and he kind of seems to want to air it out a little bit, mm. and uh, that's not really Wisconsin football. So I think it might be a little early to attest to that. So if I'm saying anything, if I'm saying it at all, Andy, is that I don't really like either of these plays because
1: it's it's new, it's a goofy, line. It's it's a goofy line, and it's not in all books. Yeah, uh, the, my go-to, it's not there. And Illinois State, they're the Redbird, so my yeah. apologies, they're not at the <laughs> card. Um, and this game's going to be on FS1, six yeah. o'clock kickoff. And here's a big reason why we're not seeing a whole lot of action on this one, or action even being offered. Yeah. by the books out there, uh, a matchup uh, predictor uh, powered by ESPN and their stat team. Yeah. Has uh, ninety uh, Wisconsin had a ninety seven point four percentile to win this game? Illinois <laughs> <laughs> stayed at two point six. Yeah. So there's just no value for anybody to touch this whatsoever. And if you could it's a goofy line it's yeah. pretty cattywampus Illinois State is an F,
0: uh FSS team and yeah. not a very good one at that. So. No,
1: no. <laughs> all right, so should we uh press fast forward a little bit here and get into a couple big time name brands with some new names, new places? Yeah, let's get into some Florida State
0: LSU action. Couple of like you said the yeah. biggest names in college football. Maybe not in, you know, recent years and all that kind of stuff, but uh really um
1: I I like this matchup. And is it on Sunday, Andy? I think so. Five thirty at the Superdome. Can you believe they call that a neutral site? Yeah. (laughs) In New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be all purple and gold. Not all purple and but quite Quite a bit bit. there. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement around the LSU program, even though they're coming off maybe a couple tough years. For sure. Brian Kelly takes over from Notre Dame. Yeah. Everyone's expecting big things out of this offense. And oh, by the way, he's got a couple good quarterbacks. But we don't know if they're great quarterbacks and I don't know he doesn't he kind of waffles on who's gonna start. Yeah. You know, that that's that's a fun storyline as well. For sure.
0: Uh like we said, the line on this one, Andy, is sitting right at minus three towards LSU. Yep. I really think it's playing into that uh Mercedes Dome, uh, you know, oh, being yeah. kind of the home favorite there, eat yep. quote unquote home favorite. Uh, and the over under sitting there at 51 and a half points. Mm.
1: Um,
0: this is this is a little tough one to call. I'm probably going to go, uh, try and go Florida State here in their opener. The Seminoles ran all over the place with a whopping 406 rushing yards. It's not against a very good foe, but I, right. like, we said in another segment that we really like a team that got that week zero experience, yes, and has kind of worked out the kinks, know who their starters are, know who the guys that can be pieces are. Exactly. As LSU, uh, it'll be an interesting one to see what the new head coach, you know, Brian Kelly does. Uh, they're going to need some tweaks on both <laughs> sides of the ball, though. But if if they can get their offensive line and
1: run defense sharpened up... yeah. Uh, from last year, this this team is gonna be a good team. And Florida State's head coach Mike Norvell, he came out and he straight up said, I think our win last week is setting us up very nicely for this yeah. matchup against LSU. And and it is down south, so you probably are gonna have a pretty good crowd from Florida State. Yeah. You know, make the trip and but it's gonna be you know, it's just gonna be slanted a little bit towards L S U like it always is in the superdome for, here. For sure. And it's not an outrageous line. That's why we're talking about it. it's at that three it's a it's, it's a money line it's right a there, fun man. Line. Yeah it's, it's- that, fun that, line. that three points, uh, and I like Florida State. They got that game under their belt. Yeah. Um. And and they know kind of who they are. They've already been through it. Yeah. LSU, like you said, are you kind of alluded to? They have so many questions yeah. to answer, and I think one of the most important ones is who's your starting quarterback. Yeah. And they're not letting anyone know. Maybe they know. Maybe they Brian, probably know. Uh. But yeah, it should be glaringly obvious, and all the beat reporters down there should have already, you know, kind of told us or leaked that out.
0: Exactly. So
1: I'm feeling like it's still a competition. I don't know if that's where I want to be, heading to a big game week one against the team that already have a game under the belt.
0: Yeah, like you said, for uh, for LSU, there's obviously some intriguing pieces to work with. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a fun season for the Tigers as they work to get back to that bowl game. You know, relevance, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. uh, Even in the hunt for the conference. But I don't think they're quite ready to cover here just yet. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game, kind of a coin flip game. But I do like the Florida State Seminoles with the plus three there. I really like it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do too. So I'm a great... Oh my God, I'm agreeing with you again.
0: I mean, and <laughs> happens every once in a while. Hey,
1: hey, and Florida State. We mentioned the, you know, the opponent wasn't that great, but they did score 47 points last week. So I think that's why you're kind of liking that. Yeah, over as well because they about got there themselves for sure. No, <laughs> right.
0: I, that's the one I kind of like, Andy. And like you said, anytime I'm getting points with a, you know, a national brand like Florida State, uh, I'll probably take those points.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, so are we gonna are we gonna talk a little Big Ten here? Or are we gonna send it to break and come back with some? Yeah, Nebraska talk.
0: Yeah, let's uh, let's send it to break. Let me get my bearings straight a little bit <laughs> oh, on this. Uh, Huskers, you're killing us. Uh, womp womp womp. All uh, right. Well, yes. before
1: we send it, let's uh, recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. making it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Oh, by the way, they can play some games hosted by WTL, right?
0: For sure, the they brand. Can, Yes,
1: they can get against us. Uh, all the links are on our
0: socials on Twitter, on our YouTube channel, Andy, yep. that they can uh, get on and try and try and take a stab at Jabron on some of there these. We go. I mean, just yeah, just tell me if you want to win the <laughs> win the whole thing. But uh, no, it's a lot of fun, and we have some really great prizes at yes, the end of the do. year. We got some Husker tickets on the College pick'em side, and then we got some Kansas City Chiefs tickets on bankroll. the build your bankroll for the nfl side so get in both of those uh everyone because they're a lot of fun we'll give you a shout out on the on the you know
1: on the pod here and make sure that everybody gets the
0: recognition they deserve
1: and it's all perfectly it's all free yep so go to playactionpools.com search for wtl and just join the contest register and play like you said we'll we'll offer some shout outs and if you get in this week yeah you'll automatically be ahead of me cuz i went 0 and 2 in the kickoff <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the huskers not, let me down man not, not a lot of <laughs> not a lot of
1: points are scored in week
0: 0 for anybody in the pool so like you said you're not starting from behind no. just jump in and get into it because it it's is, a lot of fun it really is all right don't go to our
1: folks this is w t l And welcome back to WTL, Where's the Line, everybody. I'm your host, and d class, and joined by... Gibran, The Parley Founder. You know it. <laughs> and we are hammering through a yeah. uh, week one college football extravaganza. Yes, right? we are. All righty. And, you know, we had some fun matchups we talked about, uh, really peppered the yeah. Big Ten. Let's do a little rewind here. Yeah. I think enough time has passed. Yep. Can we talk about the old Huskers without jumping off a cliff? We can now. You would have talked to me on Saturday. <laughs> I was in a pretty dark place. But, yeah, no, I'm good to talk about them now. Yeah, um, Interesting game. It kind of, unfortunately, looked like a lot of uh, games under Scott Frost over the last four or five years yep. have looked like uh, build a lead, figure out a way to give that lead away. Yeah. Twice, they were ahead by 11 points, covering that spread for me. Yes. Uh, and obviously gave it away and ultimately ended up losing. And there was a lot of national pub that I was reading that I was looking into straight up saying Northwestern winning outright isn't a bad bet. The value was there, yeah. and they had the chops to do it. And what I was talking about last week was I felt like they had a huge advantage coaching-wise, and I don't know did we see that <laughs> we, we, see we that definitely Saturday? saw that and
0: i i think pat fitzgerald's quote after the game uh, really you know put us into place he said that one one has a win, one these teams one of them has a winning culture and it really showed at the end of the game there ouch and that was a big ouch but it's a big true yeah. statement as well yeah. because these guys have been to the big 10 championship multiple times twice in the
1: last 4 years yeah exactly yeah.
0: so you know they go Last in the Big Ten, first in the Big Ten. Last in the first right. Big Ten, first in the Big Ten. So it looks like they're going to be one of those teams that, you know, are a little better than, you know, what we thought. But uh, I really thought that
1: that eh. hit, hit
0: it right on the head that one of these teams has a winning culture and one of them doesn't.
1: One of the damning things he said, and it, and it probably wasn't as bad as that, Yeah, but it was just a, just another, you know, kind of knife in the side and twisting it, Yeah, was, oh, yeah, we went over uh, – you know, oddly placed. I forget how he's exactly paraphrasing. But yeah, we went over um, onside kicks, and I'm so glad he, they kicked it like that, because I kicked one right to that spot two days prior. Oh my like, God. oh, what a jerk. He, yeah. he actually, he prepared his team for something wacky coming yeah. his way. And, yeah, I guess he knows and... Scott Frost a little better than we do. <laughs>
0: Came right at him. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I agree, and I, I had to take a little bit of a humble pie, you know, because I was big on the Huskers, I was big on the point spread, yeah. I, I was was telling people to bet it up words of 14 points. Uh and you know, I really thought that we we looked like that going out of the first two drives and all yes, that kind of did. stuff. Yeah. But I really thought the defense was going to be a lot better than it was yeah. on Saturday and they really really let you know, Northwestern just run all over us. It was crazy.
1: You know, last Thursday, you know, when we were doing our show, um, it got bet up to a lot of bucks, had it around 13, 13 and a half. We saw some at 14. Right. Um, But it started out at 11, 11 and a half. Then it started to climb. And interestingly enough, before kickoff, right before kickoff, it worked its way back down to 11. Yes, it did. And that was because 70% of the bets were all... Hyped up Husker fans. For sure. Putting the house on top of Nebraska there, saying they are going to cover. And it just had to come back down. (sighs) And The money had to swing the other way. Yep. And books had to start sharing that because they weren't going to take on all that risk. Definitely not. Because Nebraska showed you they could. They could win by 14. They
0: could. And like, like we said, but this is the other coin, uh, you know, the flip side of that coin, Andy, is that we were telling everybody to get on the over as well. And yep. that did hit. That did hit. That yes. did hit. Yes. But it hit for a different reason than I thought. <laughs> I I really thought that we were going to route them. I didn't yeah. think that our defense were going to give up that many oh, points. man. So I re- it, the over did hit, but for different yeah. reasons than I was thinking.
1: Yeah, uh Northwestern's offense came to life, albeit a little bit of help. Yeah. Yeah, but their quarterback slinging it around. What was he like eight for eight, seven for seven to start the game? Yeah. And I don't think he was ever seriously pressured. No, you know, I don't I didn't Never see once. It. No I, sacks. No sacks. No Big Macs for nobody. No big <laughs> no Big Macs for nobody. <laughs> uh but I mean wasn't that I mean, Garrett Nelson and O'Shawn Mathis and and and, uh, all those guys, man, they look so good in hype videos, don't they? Oh, man. Those hype videos. It gets you hyped. Yeah, and and it looks like, oh, wow, they're each going to have two or three sacks this game. Yep, yep. Um, Instead, it's just a bunch of nothing. Um, And here, this was something I had against a lot of—a gripe I would have against a lot of Bo Pelaini coach defenses. Yeah. When they would— give up points at the end of games, and I'm like, what is going on Why are we doing this? Um, And it was when they would do that, what they call a mush rush. Yeah. So, okay, so you're not getting pressure because you don't feel you have the defensive lineman to just straight up get pressure with four. Right. Okay, so you're not going to bring a fifth guy. You're not going to blitz. You're going to go coverage. But you're not covering anybody. Right. Those receivers were wide open
0: at the end of the game. Those crossing routes were killing us. Oh. We would get them in third and seven,
1: third and ten all the time, mm -hmm. and they would just get 12, 15 yards. Yeah, and and I I'm a defensive guy, so I hate to throw right. shade at the defense, but they were gassed. They it, were. It wasn't all their fault. I I'm sticking up for them here. Uh, time of possession, just like Pat Fitzgerald was talking about, the winning culture. They they possessed the ball. They ran the ball extremely well, and they dictated pace to Nebraska. He knows how to manage, uh, you know, a game, and he did yeah. it. He
0: did it perfectly
1: against yeah. us. He does. But Nebraska. You can see, you can see, you saw. Oh, yeah. The pieces come together in that first half. No, you definitely did. Oh, man. That yeah. opening drive, Casey Thompson, he was putting it on spots. He, he was. I mean, yeah. Casey
0: led the way in yep. the first half and just, you know, in the game in general, uh, completing 25 out of 42 passes for 355 yards. You, yeah, you like know, you, you probably take that. Yeah. Uh, and you know, in one touchdown, uh, Anthony Grant led the way for the Huskers, you know totaling just 101 yards and two scores on 19 carries a lot but got stu- I know but our run running got stood up at the line so yeah. many times yeah. a lot of those came on one run I think he broke like a yeah. 45 yard or whatever so that that 100 yards is pretty skewed there it um, is he f- and we didn't see Ramir Johnson like no, we were supposed no and, and Frost came out and said that this week that Ramir's too good not to play so yeah. where was he? So yeah. You know, where where was it? Returning no, what, it, why weren't uh, uh you know, why weren't we trying different stuff? Why are we just getting, you know, stood up at the line all the time on the running? But uh the big glaring thing for me, Andy, really was the defense not getting pressure, especially when they just hyped us up all the yeah. Off season long, these defensive end, these defensive interior guys, that's our best group. These are our best returning guys. We are, you know, we are rushing the passer this year. And then we don't blitz on third and seven, third and 10. I don't understand. Northwestern doesn't have a pass rush at all, and they still hit Casey. Right. I don't know.
1: 10, 15 times? I mean, our, our biggest highlight play was when he was taking on a ton of pressure. Exactly. the rush, bought and time, bought time. A crazy play. Crazy play that set up a touchdown. Yep. And then all that great momentum erased by a boneheaded call that Scott Frost, I mean, believe him or not. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at with this. Yep. Uh, he's saying it was all me. And it does make you feel like he was the kid not getting picked at recess, right? In yeah. Or, you know, he was getting ignored in a conversation at a party. Yep. And he had to get his two cents in there. No, exactly. He, you know, he, it, it wasn't. It, it's just so obvious. It just
0: felt like he had that, you know, that mentality that you know, whips calling all the plays, and yep. I'm not really getting to do anything. So Shin's I have, to, doing his thing I over have to talk. I have to talk to the special teams coordinator now, and we came <laughs> up with this great idea. We're up 11, and we kick an onside kick. Uh, I know that everybody's beating a dead horse on this all across the nation. Of course, of course. But it really was a bonehead move. Yeah. It really— There's no th- need for it at There's that no point. upside, really, for Nebraska. And it's under a 5% chance, even if we get the—you know, to get the ball. And it really doesn't help us on the other side of the field anyways.
1: And talk about a huge contradiction. Uh, Scott Frost and his explanation, yeah. you know, after the game, saying, well, I felt we were the better team. If you felt you were the better team you don't onside. <laughs> yeah you, you you sit on your two score lead and force Northwestern uh to drive the entire field like if you're the team that's inferior and you feel you need to make a move, you do gimmicks. Then you do it. I mean, if that was Ohio State and we're holding on to that eleven point lead, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. You know, but I don't like doing it in that situation. No, <laughs> no, man. like you don't you don't get to play with house money. No. in that spot, Scotty F. no. Nope. i was I was disappointed. And, and even if,
0: you know, And especially in a neutral side, across, you know, overseas, I can maybe see that happen in Memorial Stadium, but I still don't like it there. Oh, no, I don't either. But at least you might get the momentum back, you know, in in Lincoln or whatever. But I still don't like the call no No, matter what. And I I, I hate boiling a play down do an entire game, but that was it, was it, though. It was a real, it was a real gut punch, and so was our, you know, fumble within the 10 yard line that really, I mean, you sh- didn't look like a fumble, but they called it that way, and uh, can't overcome it, though. You can't, o- we couldn't overcome it just like nope. we
1: haven't been able to in recent years. Nope. So, moving on to this week, I mean, this line's kind of all over the place, kind of stretched out a little yeah. bit. Nebraska's a 22 and a half point favorite yeah. over North Dakota. Where are you going with this one? Well. You know,
0: a lot of people are probably going to say, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I <love laughs> but I really, really like uh, against this North, uh, North Dakota team, yeah. I really think, you know, Whip is going to really kind of put his stamp yeah, yeah. on this game and, the voice really, and really, really boast the offense a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I really think our defense is, you know, going to be able to handle these guys. That's pretty, you know, better learn how to tackle. Yeah, shoddy for me to say that. Uh, but I really do see this game going to about a forty-two to twelve win for okay. the Nebraska Cornhuskers. All
1: right, so you, you like that over? I do. You, you, you like Nebraska covering there? Now, yeah. uh, there's not a lot of information out on this, and no. it's very limited uh, as to uh, what you can kind of bet on here and what what what's out there for us. For sure. Uh, and what I'm looking at is a score a predictor indicator saying North Dakota at eighteen point eight, Nebraska thirty-three point one. Yeah, bringing that. Estimated line up to 51.9. Yeah. You were kind of thinking this might get up around 54, 55.
0: Yeah. Uh, the line, you know, getting into Saturday, you know, yeah. they usually tend to tack on a few more points on these games that it's against, uh, you know, a lesser. I shouldn't say lesser, but. Uh, yeah,
1: we, we don't get that grace anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't get that grace anymore. The
0: the one thing that I'm looking at, Andy, is that the, the total has uh, has gone over in six of Nebraska's last eight games. I really think that it's probably yeah, going to hit here. I think you're right. This is a must-win situation. Like yeah. It, yeah. in 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 enduring fashion, his job is on the line right now, True. and, and that's added. really where the line is, Andy. Yeah. Where's the line on the Scott Frost meter? <laughs> is he gonna get fired? Is he? Seat. He's yeah. gonna have to do something in these two games to kind of win back yep. those people. I know that these are quote unquote sellout games these next two games, mm-hmm. but they're gonna really have to show something for people to turn out in that Oklahoma game yeah. with to think that we have a chance at winning it.
1: Yeah, and. In in that, that our Vsin our guys out in Vegas yes, you sir. know the college uh preview that I was looking at yeah. and you know we quote from time to time uh when this was written you know back in late August yeah uh, it was predicted that North Dakota would be a 24 point dog yeah up oh, you hear the you hear the timer there so we're up against it but there are 24 point dog at that point so we're already seeing it come down to 22 and a half yeah. and i think this is going to you know we'll see movement once again here before so. kickoff yep. uh but that that just tells you that cappers bookies are already losing faith in the Huskers and I think they saw more than enough to make that move but I'll go with you on this one too why not yeah. Huskers <laughs> double come down on. you got <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I just really think we have to defend home field here and really put our stamp on that these we can't give up on these kids just yet this yeah, yeah. that was a hard game I know that we it weren't gi- I know that we weren't giving it the you know you know, kind of the respect it needed for Northwestern being a two-time in the last five years in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, I, we were not take them on. Like I, I know, but I, I'm just saying from my personal way that I was looking at it, I really wasn't looking at it that way. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at the shiny new pieces that Nebraska has, and I really think that it's going to take a little while for to get these guys yeah. going, hopefully in these two next games so we're ready for Oklahoma when they I come like to I like it a lot.
1: I like that a lot. And, and back to the Northwestern thing real quick. Uh what really helped you turn me over on that one was I looked into Northwestern more and more, and they had a lot of question marks, too. No doubt about it. I thought it. they lost their best defensive player to the portal to Notre Dame. They did. They're coming off a big losing season. I know they do the back-and-forth, back-and-forth thing, but come on. Like, it is what it is. They had a terrible season. They <sighs> lost some important pieces. Yeah. It didn't matter. They still beat Nebraska. Congratulations. On to North Dakota, and we both like them covering here this week come on big red you got to do it for us (laughs) go big red all right don't go anywhere folks we're going to throw it to break real quick but when we come back we got some monster matchups saturday for you nothing but right teams coming up i mean who i mean oregon georgia ohio state notre dame yes sir don't go anywhere folks this is wtl
0: w t l
1: No, that's not how you uphold the law. WTL. And welcome to WTL, everybody. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Parley Pounder. Yes, sir. And we're talking college football, and we're getting into some ranked teams here for week one. A lot of fun. Yeah. Georgia, Oregon, Cincinnati, Arkansas, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Yes. Everybody ranked within the top 25. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, no, this is awesome, Andy, just to get this many top 25 teams to
0: play against each other in week one. This really sets the tone for college football, and I believe that's the reason they're doing it. Uh, ABC's getting two of these matchups, and uh, ESPN's getting the other. So. Everybody's going to be able to watch these games and they're going to be, you know, on show for the whole nation to see. So, yes, pretty sir. exciting. Yes, sir. Let's uh let's start out with the defending national champions Georgia uh playing host to Oregon.
1: Oregon, yes. Number 3 Georgia squaring yeah. off with number 11 Oregon. That's a 230 kickoff on A, B, C. Yeah. And I, I know you have some thoughts on this one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the defending national champions will face their former
0: defensive coordinator, Dan Lanning, who will make his head coaching <laughs> debut for Oregon against his former team. Welcome. I think that's kind of thrown him to the wolves right away, Andy. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Ducks are coming off a 10-4 season in 20, uh, 2021. It's so not bad. Including a Pac-12 championship appearance. Uh, not bad at all. Pretty, pretty good. The line right here on this one, Andy, it's at 17 points favoring the Georgia Bulldogs. The over unders at 53 right now.
1: That's what I got. Yeah. Um, I know. Uh, There's no money, no value on that money line either. <laughs> no, you can't. What I mean. <laughs> um, the, the the
0: one thing here that I'm really looking at, Andy, Oregon State, just, uh, I'm not Oregon State, Oregon quarterback in Auburn transfer, Bo Nix is no stranger to Kirby Smart in the Bulldogs. Uh Nix is a very good athlete, you know, he world-class is. athlete, but he has never been able to get a win versus the Dogs and I don't think that changes this weekend. No. Um I believe that the Georgia Bulldogs defense will be too much for the Ducks. That's why I'm would take the Georgia 17 and a half points, 17 points wherever you find it, and I believe like it's probably
1: going to go under. My prediction for this game is going to be 38 to 10. Georgia. Okay, so they cover, but they don't hit that over. Yeah. Uh, A little reason for hope, though, uh, for the Ducks. Yeah. I'm looking at the preseason all-conference offensive players of the year. Yeah. And they don't have any skill guys. Now, usually when you think Oregon, you think receivers, running backs, that Duck, our position, quarterbacks, all those guys— Throwing it all up Marcus Mariota, right? Scott Frost, right? Scott Frost, brah. <laughs> they don't have any skill players. However, they have two offensive linemen, TJ Bass, yeah. Alex Forsythe. So I think they'll be able to hang in there, yeah, with the dogs for a while at least, mm-hmm. and, and keep it close. I mean, 17 points—that's quite a few. Yeah. However, we've seen this before. Uh, whether it's a Big Ten. Yeah. or an SEC school. Yeah, yeah. When you're dealing with the big boys, uh, it's hard to stay with the big boys. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like you said, one one of the things you have to look at when you're looking at Georgia, uh, they're looking to defend their national championship, uh, looking to go back yeah. to back. They did lose 15 of their players to the NFL draft, which is fun, <laughs> but you know that God, they're you know that they're reloading. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The the best recruiting in the nation is saying that we are the national champions and come yeah, yeah. here because you could win. An National Championship. Um, the Ducks were pushed around by Utah and Oklahoma at the end of the season
1: last year, yep and I yep. expect
0: something very, very similar yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wish I could,
1: I wish I could go out on a, a limb here a little bit, but I can't. Now when it's Georgia, yep, uh, not not in this spot, not against this opponent. For All sure. Right, so let's move on to another yeah. big, high, you know, not as high a profile, but two ranked teams. For sure. Two teams I like a lot about. Okay, number twenty-three, Cincinnati. Taking on Arkansas, they're ranked 19th. That's also a 2.30 kickoff over on the mothership ESPN. For sure. Oh, boy, we have Arkansas with a a 6.5-point favorite over the Bearcats. Yeah, for
0: sure. You'll see this line anywhere to 6 to 6.5 right now with the over-under right at 52 points. Uh, I just really think on this one, Andy, I think Cincinnati's going to have a hard time repeating its success of last season. Uh, as their best overall offensive player, quarterback Desmond Ritter, is Uh no longer on the squad. Arkansas is expected to have another strong squad, led by quarterback K.J. Jefferson. The Jeffersons? Jeffersons? (laughs) Arkansas is going to use a strong running game to wear down the Bearcats, I believe, and the Arkansas defense against the run will force Cincinnati to pass it a little more, which will create more turnovers. I really like this one. Uh, Arkansas... Probably putting up about 30 points to Cincinnati 17.
1: Okay, well, you know earlier uh, your your line predictors and all those cyber yeah. metrics and everything they had this line a lot closer in the preseason for sure at a plus two and it's already gotten bet up to yeah. the six six and a half. What if it gets through that over a touchdown? You're still comfortable with that with Arkansas? I really do. I think it's going to be about a
0: 10. I I would take him up to 10 if that's where the line is. I I really like Arkansas on this one. Uh, The thing about it, Andy, Cincinnati comes into this one with a lot of new pieces to put in place. While Luke Fickle will surely get this group up to speed and into place, a new signal caller will make his first start in a very hostile uh, environment. Uh, Arkansas is going to be sold out and rocking. The home crowd itself will be okay. a big role in this one, I believe.
1: And, okay, and see, I'm a big Cincinnati fan of uh, Luke Fickle. Yeah. The whole nine For yards. Sure. Uh, I think betters out there like their over under at nine. Yeah, and you can still like that and not. Bet on this game, not this, bet heavy. Just this is a sidestep. This one, this is top twenty-five yeah. football. Yeah,
0: Cincinnati's going to play a lot of teams that aren't in the top twenty-five. This is a, not an ideal spot to make your first career start, Andy. It really is. and <laughs> the presence of the Hog fans, uh, it's. I think they're going to be in a little bit of trouble
1: or whatever they like to say. Exactly.
0: There. <laughs> um, I really think it's going to swing in Arkansas's favor. I think I, this line probably will move up a little bit to nine or ten.
1: And I still like Arkansas to cover that. All right, so let's move on to the nightcap. The game everyone's talking about a top five matchup. Notre Dame ranked number five in the preseason poll. Uh, Don't Paul Feinbaum me here. Yeah. (laughs) Versus Ohio State, number two, 630 ABC. This one's got a pretty big line to it as well. Ohio, the Ohio State heavy favorites. I mean, you're seeing what 17 points here and there. Yeah, minus minus 17 uh, in favor of Ohio
0: State. The, the over/under is sitting at 59 points right now. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing, <laughs> this is so crazy that it's finally here, week one. This is supposedly the game of the week, top five matchup, and uh-huh. we got a three-score line on this. I know it's crazy. They're not even giving you a money line. Bet on my book, you can't let me see mine on some of the other books out there. I know that they're not even <laughs> offering one, uh, so I do. I, I got the option there, yeah. What Ohio is Ohio State minus 850, yeah? That's terrible, <laughs> that's so terrible. Of You would have to literally risk $850 to win a hundred bucks. That is so
1: right on so bad. Um, Notre I, Dame, though, for all those fighting yeah, Irish fans out there, all plus, those, yep. plus 600. So, yeah. you know, there you go, wager 100 to win 600.
0: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. I like- <laughs> I, I do not like that, Andy. Uh, I mean, both these teams obviously have their eyes set on making the college football playoff yeah, yeah. and competing for a national championship. Winning this game would go a long way for either of these programs. Um, right now, the Buckeyes are, like, like we too said, much. favored by 17.5 points. Yeah, yeah. They're That's too a, much. obviously a pretty high spread, considering the fact that both these teams are ranked in the top five. Yeah. Perhaps betters like how good the Ohio State offense is. and CJ Stroud, a front runner for the Heisman Trophy. Oh my God. I really just think that Ohio State is gonna trounce these guys, Andy.
1: So Ohio State last year, they found themselves seven times. Yeah, they were the a uh, seventeen point favorite or more. Yes. In those seven games, they went 5-2. and two. <laughs> And I feel like history might repeat itself again. Yep. I like the odds there, and it's just, you know, the Buckeyes do what they do. Yeah. Okay? And they had seven, seven wins total again, out of 13 total games last year. Yeah. So they're not a team that always covers consistently for you. They're, like, right down the middle. Right. But when they're big favorites like this, they do cover. They do cover. It's like the lights are on. They know what they got to do. They know they got to take care of business. And yeah, this is the nightcap of week one. Like you mentioned, number five versus number two. And Ohio State's trying to make a case to be number one. Of course they are. And I've, I have a lot of confidence in
0: Ohio State's football team right now. I the offense too. is going to be deadly all yeah. year with CJ Stroud. And I. I, I just think he's going to have a monster day. I
1: mean, what what do you like about Notre Dame in this? one? No, I, I you I, I know don't. what is I, I, I don't.
0: <laughs> I, in the end, I don't think the Fighting Irish have enough firepower to keep it close. I see both teams being able to put up some points, but I really think give me the Buckeyes forty-five to twenty right now, Andy, Ooh. and uh, I don't see them slowing down for any reason in this game because they are trying to make a statement. So I'm going to go something a little crazy here, Andy, on this game. Ooh. I'm doing a in-game single. T- uh, a, a two leg parlay in this one game. Oh. I'm taking the Ohio State Buckeyes by 17 points, and I'm taking the over at 59 points. I'm going to throw a $50 bill on this to okay. win $132.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good odds. And it, isn't that what a lot of folks are just kind of thinking and I, expecting? I think this know? is, I really think that the over's hitting, and
0: I really think Ohio State's going to run away with it. So but
1: they got the offensive. Uh, uh, The firepower, for sure. They do. do.
0: And I just don't believe in the fighting Irish. Like we said, I think they'll score some points. I think it's going to be right there at that 17 to 20-point range, and I really think the Buckeyes can cover the rest of that over.
1: You know, I brought up a a young man earlier that uh, Northwestern lost in the transfer portal. I thought he was one of their best defensive players. He's going to be in, you know, a free safety or whatever. For sure. And it just doesn't matter because Ohio State, they sent three guys to the league last year from the wide receiver spot, and they're saying they're (laughs) better this year. Right. Well, That's, those guys what, weren't uh, that good. <laughs> They're in the league. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely
0: nuts. What is going on? The, the skill positions that Ohio State brings in year in, year out. I really don't think Notre Dame has the firepower to even keep it close. I do believe they'll score some points. This over is my favorite play,
1: and uh, I think it's going to uh, hit. You know what, Gibran, the parlay ponder. <laughs> yes. I'm on board with you. Once hey, look at this. Here we go. This. Here we go. Two two picks in a row. <laughs> Throw some shit at Notre Dame. Let's go. Week one Ohio State repping the big ten as they always do. Let's go. And I think they're gonna do it in emphatic fashion and really put an exclamation point on it and just kind of send that signal out there like we're here. We want Bama, right? We want Bama. We want Bama. All right. That'll do it for this week for WTL. Where's the line? want to remind everyone out there, get on board with us. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. Yes. Twitter. TikTok. TikTok, right? Oh, yeah. If you're into that, we had a big uh, big TikTok last week. Got yeah, some fun there. Yeah, for sure. Like
0: like we said, we put out uh, daily picks mostly every day that people can tailor fade on us. Tell us what you think. And uh, like you hear the buzzer there, we're up against it. Hear but the horn, I really uh, everybody follow us. We got a lot of fun things going on with all of our socials. Yeah,
1: whether it's YouTube, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook on ESPN Tri Cities, we yeah. got weekly free picks, hilarious short videos, feature length episodes. So for Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy classen, Thanks, folks, for listening. This has been WTL.